That means you're on more stations, Travis. That means you're on three times the amount of stations that you used to be, Travis Barrett from CentralMaine.com. Does that mean I get a raise? Well, let's see. <laughs> I wouldn't spend it on one place. Hold on a put second it that here. Way. <laughs> what is three times zero? Oh, I think it's still zero, I but you got to carry the one. I think. Right? Yeah, yeah that's that's yeah. You got to carry the one. You got to carry. You do have to carry the one, and then if you carry that with the zero, multiply that. That's usually where we ended up. Yeah, I think it's totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. That sounds like a, that sounds like a I, I don't know what you need a raise for. You should be betting money against the Giants every week. You'd be just raking it in right oh now. Oh, my God. I tried to tell you guys. I did tell everybody the same old, same old, all smoke and mirrors. They are just, did they lose last night? Oh, yeah, I know. It's a big, it's a big <laughs> shock. It's a big, stunning shock. They actually what? did come back and cover the spread, though, which I found oh, interesting. That's amazing. I'm so, I'm so proud of them for not giving up. You know, kids, kids, they try so hard. You know, they just they play so hard to the final whistle. It's so funny too because I guess Odell Beckham Jr. left the field last night to go to the bathroom. I guess that's what? yeah. I guess that's I know it's a big. He seems like that type. Like okay, when I used to sell cars, right? When I used to sell cars, yeah. there was a board. This was way back, way before any media Maddie stuff happened. And there was a board, and it, you were in line, and there was always, you know, when it was your turn to talk to a customer that got on the lot, you know, you you would take that turn. Step up, yeah. Well, I don't know how many times, when I got to the point where I decided that this was not what I wanted to do anymore, and, and folks out there, I, I explained to people, don't, don't, don't do this work ethic-wise, but at the time, I was much younger, and, and I was pretty much all out of Fs to give at that point. Um, I, I would be like, oh, well, look at that. I, I think I think I got to go to the bathroom. So I would just put myself on the bottom so that I could leave and then other people could, could jump up, right? And, wow, nice. And uh, it was good. I mean, it was it was solid. I mean, that was... They pay you by the car you sell, right? Yeah, that is, that's how that worked. But I just didn't have the effort and or energy to put into the people at that time. I just Carry didn't... Carry the one. Yeah, you want to talk about yeah. carrying the one yeah. and zeros uh-huh. during that time. Yeah, uh-huh. I did... I did what they would like to call it. It was like that office space uh, thing. You know, we here, you know, encourage you to do more than the bare minimum. But, you know, if that's all you're doing, they, I guess that's okay. Did they give you well, a car to ride around? It was, yeah, it wasn't okay after a while. They were they were, they were, were not impressed with my bare not, minimum. Not happy. The good news was they fired me uh, the day of a snowstorm, and I didn't have to help a snow removal. So that oh, was cool. Nice. I really oh, that so, was nice. So then that day as I drove home sideways across the bridge here in Lewiston-Auburn and in my rear-wheel drive truck, I, I realized that I had made a, a solid move. But yeah, that's what that reminded me of last night. Like he was just putting his name on the bottom of the board and I'll be back. You know, I got to go, you know. It's, the, it's that meme where Elmo's like, boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. That's why I poop on company time. And he starts la- like, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that to me is what Odell Beckham Jr. did last night. Oh, jeez. He's a peach. Besides, <laughs> besides trying to moon Randy Moss in the pregame, he's, that one? He's, yeah. he's a peach. He's an absolute peach. Uh, hey, it would be nice if he caught the touchdown passes when they throw them to him. Maybe. Oh, hey, I've always said about him, and nobody believes me, but if you watch the Giants every week for the last few years, you'll see that. He makes the highlight reel catches when you're not supposed to make them. But on that little, like, you know, 10-yard slant right across the middle of the field, wide open, nobody around, hits you in the hands. Oh, I dropped that one. I can't believe it. But it's the quarterback's fault. Oh, I mean, yeah. It is the quarterback's fault in New York, don't get me wrong. But I'm saying in this particular case, Odell's always got someone else to blame. Oh, yeah. That's that's usually how it works. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of people for me to blame, um, yeah, I you know. know 
I uh, the World Series starts tonight. It does. I don't no know. Idea. I don't know if you know no, or no, not. You missed it. But, but the people know. that didn't pay attention to the Boston Red Sox all damn year until about yeah. three weeks ago, yeah. I mean, could not be bothered to talk about this team. That's that's yeah. kind of my point on this whole thing. People could not be bothered to talk about this team until three weeks ago because they had to, you know, they had to show me what they're doing. And now oh, yeah. all of a sudden, yeah, it's yeah. it's this bandwagon is so full, like I don't know how it could withstand more people. How many how many times this summer did we, did you and I, the three of us, talk about all of the excuses people were making? Well, the schedule's weak, the league's down. This, and then I, I still feel like the most impressive. Statistic I saw in the aftermath of the ALCS was that they beat 200 win teams, they won five straight games on the road, and they beat Houston, you know, three straight in Houston. So how do you like yeah. it now? You know, yeah. Because I think so many things that it, it's, oh God, I've said it a hundred times, it's that football mentality of, oh my God, we lost a game. We lost a game. The season's over. They, they won a they won two thirds of their games this year. They won a hundred and eight games, and you could argue they weren't even they weren't even quote unquote trying down the stretch. You know, the last two weeks that could have been a hundred. Last two wins. weeks? How about the last yeah. month? Yeah, sure, sure. I'm trying to be nice. I know. The no. Point, the, the point being that um, all of the issues with the bullpen. When I would say, listen, when you get to the playoffs, it's going to be completely different. It's going to look different. You're going to use guys in different roles. They're going to have defined roles. We're not trying stuff out. We're not saving arms for tomorrow. We're not saving arms for a doubleheader in three days. It's unbelievable. And I will say that I was, you know, a little bit concerned about their offense because I think big, gaudy offensive statistics in the regular season are one thing, and it's really hard to hit in the playoffs when you're facing all the best pitchers. But, my word, what they did to Houston and what they did to those starters when it mattered. That, that, if you're not impressed, I mean, I understand – you're a Yankee fan, probably, you know, it probably makes you a little bit sick to your stomach, and I totally understand that. But from a, a, a objective observer, if you watch what they've done in the playoffs, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing. No, I'm I'm a totally unobjective deserve, uh, observer, and it is totally amazing what they've done, and it absolutely sucks as a Yankees fan because sure I watch this team and I think my team should have done that this year, but no, they hired the wrong manager. They hired, you know, they hired the Maytag repair guy that takes a nap. You know what I mean? Like that's that's kind of the guy they hired. Um, just quick break, uh, a quick uh, quick segue, and then we'll we'll segue back in. Uh, Red Sox roster. Matt Barnes, Ryan Brazier, uh, Nathan Yavaldi, Heath Hembry, Joe Kelly, Craig Kimbrell, Drew Pomeranz, Rick Porcello, David Price, Eduardo Rodriguez, and Chris Sale, Cindy Leon, Blake Swihart, and Christian Vasquez, Xander Bogarts, Raphael Devers, Brock Holt, Ian Kinsler, Mitch Moreland, Eduardo Nunez, and Steve Pierce, and Andrew Benintendi, Mookie Betts, Jackie Bradley Jr., and J.D. Martinez. So it looks like Stephen Wright is not healthy enough to go, which it sort of sounded like. They were kind of banking on one bullpen session yesterday. So He's... Pomerantz is on. Who does that leave? Who do they take off? I'm trying to figure out. Oh. So Pomerantz in. Who is on the ALCS roster? Let's. That's a guy. Now, like, hold on. Here now? we go, Google. Here we go. Here we go. Google. All right, here it is. Come on. Where is it? Where is the the where? mice downstairs? They got to work a little harder. Yeah, they got to really, they really got to get that going. Where is it? Come on, can you want to give me a list here? Okay, 
Brandon Workman. Wow. Workman's out. Wow. So they took Workman out for Pomeranz. Pitch at all in the ALCS? I thought he yes. did. Didn't he pitch yes. in one game? Yeah, and like... yeah, he pit- yes, he did. He pitched in that first game and came in and gave up the uh, three-run homer, I believe. Yeah, he didn't pitch well. No, yeah, it was not. Homer, well. that's interesting. I wonder. There's got to be some kind of flexibility there. They like another um, lefty. Another lefty. Um, Still, I, I don't know. I, he was so horrible. But again, you know, come in and get one out is a lot different. Than, I, I think they're hoping not to use him, to be honest. Yeah, his ERA is currently 108.0. Um, yeah, that's pretty good, right? Yeah. I mean, Who's that's, that, Workman or Palmer? That's Workman. Uh, he had one-third of an inning pitched, uh, three hits, four earned runs, two Whoa. homers, two walks, one strikeout, though. Oh, okay. Only faced go. six batters. His whip is 15, so that's cool. I mean, that's what you're looking for. You're looking for to be right around oh, one. Yeah. His is 15, yeah. right? Hits per nine, 81. Home runs per nine, 54. So, yes, I, yeah. I think I understand why Brandon Workman is not on this roster, even though I thought he was he was pretty yeah. handy during the um, during the 2013 yeah. World Series run. Yeah, and he was pretty good. He was one of the few bullpen guys in September that was, that was decent, you know? But I think, yeah, he... Obviously, in that high-pressure spot in Game One of that series, he was a train wreck. So, um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not totally surprised. But yeah, Pomerantz is interesting. That's an interesting one. But who else do you have? I mean, you've got your point. No. there. they want pitchers, and you don't really have. Wright's not healthy. You got what you got, I guess. I think. I think you're right, though. I think you're right. They're hoping not to have to go that far. Yeah. They're hoping that's not going to matter a whole lot. Do you wonder? Oh. Two serious, serious question here. Um, I know. I'm serious. I should know better, but I'm going to ask oh, it anyway. The Stephen Wright injury, like, yeah. he he claims he he was healthy and and everything was good. I kind of wonder, like, do you think sometimes like his off that off season thing, like they really weren't too cons like there was no rush to get him back because of that. Sometimes, like, just because of the optics of that, because yeah, probably you I know, mean, it's not like they were struggling and they needed help. Right. Um, so yeah, I could, I could see that. I, I think that probably the only pause I would have in that argument is he was on the ALDS roster and he was removed, you know, for injury, which was odd. I mean, I don't think you're gonna you're not gonna put him on the roster just to take him off two days later and burn him for another injury. So something's obviously going on. No matter. Yeah. What. Isn't but he? Yeah, the- you're right. It, it, it was a weird year for him in that they were never they never really tried to thrust him back into the role he had. He had certainly earned on the field um, in 2016. Yeah. The year that Carroll screwed him up for life. Um, yeah. Yes. 16, right? Yeah. Hey, go run. What could go wrong? Isn't he the one, though, that said uh, something about um, it, it, it was a mental issue? Like, he didn't really feel like pitching. He didn't. He wasn't sure he could do it. I, there was something in his makeup that was a little screwy, too, I thought, way back. I think he overcame yeah, most of it. but Yeah, he was an odd, he was an odd case yeah. study from the beginning. Yeah, even when he was And young. he doesn't look like he's in shape, to be honest with you. you no. Know? no he looks, yeah, no, he does not. <laughs> he does not. Um, but, you know, when you're only throwing 32 mile an hour. Yeah. You just eat this pitch. And you should be able to throw every day. I should feel. be able to throw every day. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're right on that one. 
think you're 100 percent right on that one so what is your prediction for this series outside of pain clubber lang uh, well played um i think i just have a hard time maybe i don't watch the national league enough i have a hard time believing they're going to face a stiffer test than they faced in the first two rounds of the playoffs so um i don't think their offense can keep pace with the red sox offense but I do worry a little bit about um, somebody asked me last night. I think Drew asked me. He said, "What's what's your biggest concern with the Dodgers? What's your biggest? Who's the player you're most worried about?" And the player I'm most worried about is probably not a surprise. I mean, it's Kershaw. If he's the playoff Kershaw of the last few years, with all these question marks about whether he can really do it, aka David Price, then then great. Then I, then I don't think the Red Sox are worried about much at all. But if he's the guy that, that really was a big money pitcher in that last series against the Brewers, I think you got to be a little worried because that could be two wins for them. No matter what you do, that could be two wins. So, um, But I just I, I think they've just played seven games, and I think there was a lot of drama in that series. And I, I think with the travel, I, I just think it's a really tall order for the Dodgers. And uh, I pray to God that Dave Roberts doesn't do anything to make me want to hate him because I love the man. Um, See, I just think the Red Sox are going to win this series. Oh, quickly. I just this I is, can't even believe that what people are saying it's going to go seven games. I just can't even see it. This is Maddie's fantasy. Go ahead, Maddie. My my fantasy is that, and you just nailed it. You nailed that so much. Lead in is 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 Dave Roberts to piss off and incite Red Sox Nation. So that all of the goodwill, like, like I don't know how you feel about David Tyree, okay? Like, I'm not yeah. sure how you feel about him, but it yeah. turned out after he made that great helmet catch that he was kind of a douchebag. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I would kind of, and it doesn't, you know, I don't want Dave Roberts to be a douchebag. I don't think he is. But I would love to see a little luster taken off of the love for Dave Roberts and his, his love in, in Red Sox lore. Especially if he can if he can manage his team to a victory over over this Red Sox team. Now, whether that's because he outmanages Cora or maybe his players just out execute whatever happens, like it would it would fill my heart with warmth and joy uh, to well, know. I, you know, as a Red Sox fan, right? Foremost, if the Dodgers go out and beat the Red Sox and and you know they play well and and. Robert Vance a good series, and they win. That's not going to get me to hate Dave Roberts. I just, it's the controversy. What do they have to do to get you to hate? Oh, Beanball. And so all that. That's that. so. That's what I'm wondering. What does Dave Roberts have to do to get you to hate him in this series? He's got to come out and accuse the Red Sox of you know taping Saturday walkthroughs, and he's got to come out. And, <laughs> you know, he's got to. He's got if. He has to go full Mike Tomlin. He's got to order the whole like throw it, uh, Mookie. Yeah, that's the stuff that I. That would be that. That's where I would categorize the. That would get me to hate Dave Roberts. I don't see that happening, obviously. But God, please don't let it. Please. <laughs> I, I, I think you get to this point in the year. They just these guys just want to play, right? I mean, you get to the World Series, you just want to play. I think all that drama is is gone. You know, if there was going to be drama, right? We wouldn't. We we would have seen some type of fallout in that last series after that disgusting Machado play at first base. So I can't, I can't for the life of me imagine that it's going to devolve into shenanigans, um, you know, the next 10 days or whatever. I so hope for, I'm, I'm rooting for all the shenanigans. I want this to be the shenanigan series. 
Well, that, who, you know, do the, who do the Yankees play this weekend? They don't play anyone. I think they play oh. the boat. Um, I This is what I see now, okay, which is very, very exciting. I get to see them. Uh, I, I get to see them uh, on the boat, which is nice. Mm-hmm. You know, them being on the boat is just a tremendous time for everybody. I love going through my Instagram stories and seeing like Red Sox on the field, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're mm-hmm. practicing, and then they're oh hey wow, there's Glaber Torres on a boat somewhere. You know, hanging out with the family. Like, mm-hmm. I think we they need to mute those. Like the while the season's still going on and your team is off. Like I don't want to see those photos anymore. Like. I will right. look at those photos like around November first. That's when I'll look yeah. at those photos. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Bad optics. Speaking of bad optics. Yeah. Travis, ba- bad uh, optics. Your okay, your your okay, your stuff's back on. You're good. Yeah. Hey, Travis, my uh, my kid sent me a little thing. It says, "What's the difference between a Fenway hot dog and a Yankee Stadium hot dog? Mm. You can get a Fenway Pack hot dog this weekend." <laughs> yeah. Get a love. That's good. You That's like good. it? It's Gotta good. like it. It's I, I think it's um, I don't know. I, I say it too much. I, I I know our kids are spoiled, rotten this generation because all they do is they see this team win. But um, I think it's fun to have little people in the house that are excited about the World Series. Um, I just hope they don't get a Bill Buckner moment. Oh God, <laughs> please! Starve for life, you know. Yeah. No, the no. I said to my kids, they're in their mid thirties. I said, you guys are spoiled. Spoiled. Yeah, so, totally. From the time you were in high school, they, the Boston teams had done nothing but win. Win. All you, we do is win. You didn't do the 86 years like the rest of us. Right, right. I mean, it's just, um, I tried to, I watched, uh, I did watch on uh, the Sports Illustrated uh, streaming service, which is not a plug for that. It's, um, I signed up for the free trial and then canceled. But I watched the okay. Okay. documentary. There we go. Um, the, uh, the story of the 78 season and... That was a that was I mean I was four years old at the time I don't really remember it, um, but what a fantastic two hour baseball documentary! So they had so many voices in that from both sides and um, just amazing amazing stuff that you uh, I couldn't get enough of it it was it was great even though I knew how it was going to end it was still um, it was really fun to watch and, and the thing I, that I just found remarkable is that with the Bucky Dent home run. I didn't even realize that that wasn't like a, a top of the ninth inning shot. That like the Red Sox had chances to come back and win that game. Yes, didn't. so it was, yeah. it was crazy. It was a lot of fun to watch that whole thing. They went through the whole season for both teams, and just oh my word, the fact that the Yankees even found a way to, in the face of the Reggie Jackson, Billy Martin, George Steinbrenner fiasco, um, the fact that they even found a way to get there and, and be in contention at the end was amazing. I mean, it's just amazing. I don't know if that tells you anything about this series, but point being, this generation doesn't have to live through that kind of angst. They no. don't even know what it means. It's true. Well, in 86, I was my wife's in Pennsylvania and not a Red Sox fan when we got married. I've converted her over, by the way. Um, that's that's good. We're sitting in our living room watching the 86 World Series, and they're down to the last strike. One more strike, and the Red Sox win the World Series. And... I mistakenly looked at her and said, I can't believe we're finally going to win. And she looked at me like, I can't believe you said that. Oh, and it was your fault. Bang, yeah. I've, I've regretted it ever since. Still 2004 anyway. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was a good year. Yeah, that was a good year. That was a great year. <laughs> That's a great year. <laughs> I actually anyway. listened. I had been in Connecticut watching my daughter play uh, college ice, ice, I mean, uh, field hockey. And on the way back, 
my wife was asleep, so I'm with the Red Sox and radio, and it's the game that the Yankees scored 17 runs. I mean, it was a blowout. Yeah. And she wakes yeah. up and she says, why the hell are you listening to this? I said, well, this one more game, this is probably it. You know, might as well, yeah. you might as well get it in. And then, yeah. of course, they turn it around. It's like, you got to be kidding me. This is fantastic. <laughs> um, I find it funny that in 2004, my son was a year old. Oh. I mean, literally just turned a year old. He was born. He was born during the Yankee series in '03, and uh, like I find that even trying to, to tell him, and of course he remembers Ortiz. Not like Ortiz <coughs> retired ten years ago, but trying to put it in perspective when Ortiz was peak Ortiz, just how clutch that guy was. And there's nobody. There's nobody on that Red Sox lineup that you go right now. That's the guy I want up when. We're down by a run, and we have to we have to find a way to keep no. going. I mean, no. they, they can all hit. That, I'm not saying that, but Ortiz was the one guy you looked at every. Oh God, we got to get back around to the third spot. We got to get back around to the third spot in order somehow. We have to do it um, because you just always felt like he was going to come through. It's just it was fascinating. But anyway, he pretty much always did. I think it tells us how how confident um, we are in the Red Sox against the Dodgers that we're reliving. You know horror shows and great comebacks from more than a decade ago. And, that's what and that's what and I enjoying it. This is what I need. Like this generation of Red Sox fans, like yeah. you know, this generation of Patriots fans did have to sit through the two Giants Super Bowls, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we had to sit through um you know, actually, you know, when you think about it, the Red Sox are due to lose a World Series uh, in this, yeah. for this generation because the Bruins have lost a Stanley Cup final. Right. Yep. The Celtics yep. lost an NBA final. Right. Yep. The Patriots have lost three Super Bowls. Yeah. Two to the Giants, one to the Eagles. Oh, I see. This. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So this generation of Red Sox fans at some point has to realize that occasionally the Red Sox, well, they don't always win on the biggest stage, so they're kind of due. At some point, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, they're not going to. He's so gleefully saying that. No, isn't he? Yeah. They, they yeah. Are, they, yeah, but every other thing I've seen so far, like, do you realize that the way the calendar is set up this year is the exact same way it was set up in 2004 and 2007? Yuck. That is gross. That is the grossest thing that I've ever seen tweeted on my timeline. I was so bitter, bitterly angry about that. That was the grossest thing that you see. Wow. Well, I mean, that well, was pretty is pretty good. I, well, recently, yeah. you know, I yeah. I do a pretty good job of muting things. I'm really good at muting keywords. Really, oh, really, nice. really good. Nice. So nice. pretty much my timeline is just sports. Like pretty much. Right. Occasionally That's something good. sneaks through, and then I add a new word, and then poof, nothing sneaks through anymore. It's mm. weird. Mm. Mm. Uh, you know, I do what I can. I do what I do what I can. So that I that guess, works out okay. They're kind. Of, you know, you're not. You're not. You're not. I. I just feel like the Dodgers are – the other thing I've always felt about it is when you've got two teams that are – the Dodgers had their trouble, especially in the first half of the year. Like, they had a hard time getting going this year. But so you got two good teams. I always feel like we make so much of the DH, right? Like, oh, my God, what are, what are the Red Sox going to do? What are the American League teams going to do when, they, when the pitchers have to hit and you take the DH? I always feel like the National League team is at a disadvantage when they have to add a DH because they don't have a guy on the roster making $12 million a year whose only job is to be the DH. You know, every every American League team, 
I shouldn't say not every team, but, you know, the good teams, right, 70% of them, they have a guy making a huge chunk of salary to be the designated hitter or at least be the designated hitter, you know, uh, five out of seven days a week. Nationally, they're not, they don't have that. They don't deal with that. So to them, I feel like they're usually sticking in some guy who's like, you know, batting eight and might be hitting 240, you know. And I always feel like they're at a huge disadvantage when they have to add that piece to the lineup. You know, I would normally agree with you, but I feel like um, both the Brewers and the Dodgers have enough depth on that roster to where they can actually add, like, you know, Puig, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he's he's, he's the type of guy, like, we're all focused on Machado because Machado is is just an a-hole. We're already, we're aware of these facts and and statements. Like, that's, you know, he is the, um, boy, what is he? He's like... If the if the if the Red Sox were the Hart family, uh, Manny Machado would be Stone Cold Steve Austin, right? Mm-hmm. Sort of the same sort of you know that kind of in there. You know, I don't think yeah. he's right quite to the Shawn Michaels piece yet. I think if he joins the Yankees, he will be right. But right. before that, I would go with Stone Cold. Okay, so That's that would here. okay. So we're yeah. we're good on that. Yeah. Um, so I I feel like you know there is a chance here that there could be some bad blood, there could be some other things. But I also think that Puig could cause some issues because sure. Puig has some OBJ and uh, um, uh-huh. sort of uh-huh. abilities yeah. out there on the baseball yeah. field. And that is frowned upon on the baseball field even more so than it is on the football field. Sure it is. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that was the whole knock on him the last couple of years was his attitude, right? I mean, it's like he just can't, he can't get it together. I, yeah, I mean, I can see where you can... I don't. I still feel like even when you add those guys for them, they're just not. The role is not natural. You know, it's not. They're not. I, I'm not saying they don't have anybody that can hit. I just. I feel like it. It always gets overplayed. Like, what are the American League teams going to do when they, when they lose the DH spot? But I don't think enough attention is ever given to national teams who are built to have to not have that spot. You know, and you, the Red Sox have JD Martinez making what? How, what's he making? Twenty something million a year to be the DH essentially. Yeah, they don't have that. We don't have that in your financial structure in the National League. That'd be a waste of money. Yeah, that's a, that's a hey, good point. Speaking of JD Martinez, do you think uh, in the in LA he'll be in right field and Mookie will be at second? I think that's an inner. I think that probably depends on how the first couple games of the series go. Right? Like I think if the Red Sox are up two nothing, all bets are off. Um, it's hard. It'd be hard in the World Series to keep both those guys out of the lineup. Um, It'd be hard to keep Jackie Bradley out of the lineup, given what he just did. Um, it's hard to keep Benintendi out of the lineup. I mean, how are you going to – you've got to figure out something there. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think to me a safer play is probably figure out if J.D. can play first base at all. I, it's, it's a tough part. It's a hard <laughs> one. I think so much of it depends on how the, the first two games go. If you're up 2 nothing, you've got some wiggle room. You can kind of – you can kind of wing it a little bit. You can afford to take a risk. I think if you're down 0-2, then you've got to make some hard decisions. I think even if it's 1-1, you go, ooh, all right, well, how are we going to, how are we going to do this? I would hate to see Mookie at second base. and Manny Machado slides in? Manny Machado <laughs> slides in to break up a double play, and Mookie hasn't done it enough, and he gets hurt. Um, you know, we, we joke all the time about Cora Magic. That's the kind of thing that would get a John Farrell fired, you know? Okay, you're out of here. You're done. I bet that would get a Grady Little fired, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I think, 
So I think that's that's the concern there. But and I think you can say as a manager, like, look, don't take any risks here. Don't do anything stupid. Don't don't leave yourself vulnerable, which is fine. But in the heat of the moment, in the middle of the game, it's tough to tell a player not to not to do everything they can to make plays. So I can see it being. Uh, it's a good problem to have, right? You're in the World Series. Yeah. What's the, that for an answer? All right, that's good. So, what? So, you, five games, six games, four games. Uh, I'm going five. You're going five. You think they'll win one? Now, do you think they'll win one at home and then sweep on the road? Yeah, definitely. Okay, because that's yeah. that's what they've done so far. That's so. What they've done so far. Why change it now? Yeah. Why I can't change it? I didn't need to get. Look, huh? here's what. Here's my route. Okay. This is if. Hold on a second. I got to do. I got to play something really important. Right. Really, really important. W two eight eight CW one zero five five FM Auburn. W E Z R AM twelve forty Lewiston. W T M E AM seven eighty Rumford. This is one zero five Sports. There you go. Okay. Well Thank you. We can Thank stay you, on the air now. If Chris Sale gets racked around at all tonight, okay, uh-huh. and the Dodgers uh-huh. win this game and they're up one nothing, you then have to look at tomorrow's game and you have to look at David Price as the guy that salvages the split back in Fenway, right? Like I think you mean big game pitcher David big Price. Game, lost the big game. The price is right. <laughs> price machine, right? yeah. I mean, he's he's straightened it out. He's he's beaten the narrative. There's no possible way that he oh, could regress, God. right? Right. I mean, I think one I think that that's such a huge sample size, one game, one six-inning stint. I think it's such a huge sample size. You can confidently <laughs> say he is the stopper now. Yeah. Mm. Right? Is there a hole in that yeah. argument somewhere? No, I don't. I don't think there is. I think it's perfect. I mean, I, he was what? He was zero for eleven or something, and now he's uh, won the one. So now he's due to you know win the next ten. I think that's. I know that's all how it's always worked on the roulette wheel. Like you know, if I you bet black side. like ten times, like it'll go red the next ten. Isn't that? No, that's not. How that I think works. his ERA is yeah. into six no, now. Yeah, <laughs> I think um, analytic guys will tell you that he's he's trending upwards. Yeah, <laughs> so, I, I don't. I think it's um. Look, I watched watching that game. I couldn't believe it. Every inning that passed, I couldn't believe it. I was, but to the point where I was shocked when they took him out when they did. Um, but given that he, you know, he's thrown so much in the bullpen, you know, the game before, and um, plus you don't want to pressure luck. It was short rest, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I he was just that was that was tremendous and. But I've always said that's what makes me that's what's so frustrating about David Price is why don't we just get that every time? Why can't the outlier be the geez, I can't believe that was four and two thirds innings and five or six runs, like hey, he just didn't have it today. But then, you know, you know, the next four or five starts in a row are gonna be lights out. I, I don't understand why a guy making thirty million dollars a year can't do that. A guy who's been you know, had his way paved to the major leagues as a as a superstar in the making i just i can't understand i can't understand how he can be so fragile mentally that he can't do that more often just don't get it some people are just like that some people can't show up for work on time you know Mm, it's true i guess so true what time do i have to get to work that's Um, a good question what do you got today by the way i feel uh, like you must be all over the place this week i honestly right now at 11 a.m i am not exaggerating I'm not entirely sure what I'm doing today because the weather has everybody so freaked out. And, of course, right now, you know, in the greater central Maine area, the sun's out. So go figure. Um, 
but everybody was panicking yesterday about rain and um, games were already being rescheduled that were slated for this evening, and so I don't, I don't really know. I don't really know. Um, I, I think, but all works out. I'm headed uh, west to Mount Abram to battle the snow and see Mount Abram and Monmouth in a four-five matchup in Class C South Soccer, which should be really good. Um, but I think. A little bit weather dependent. <laughs> little <laughs> bit dependent. Just dependent. So. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. So we got like you know a million soccer games the next couple of days, and, um, a million soccer games on Saturday. It looks like so it's uh, good times. Yeah, and we'll have some, and I believe we'll probably have a little bit of uh, a few lopsided football games on Friday night. Oh, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I feel like every high school game comes down to the last play. Haven't you heard? I, I wish it did, but no. Me too. Because I've only seen a couple this year that have so, and that's better than most years when I see none. So yeah. Yeah. I usually get one good game a year, like one truly back and forth epic thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Like one. Football's fascinating to me because I can, as an untrained football eye, I can watch a high school football game and I can tell you after the first quarter the way it's going to go ninety eight percent of the time. It's crazy. It doesn't change often. It doesn't change. I mean, to be fair, that's high school sports in general. Right. You don't get a lot of, like, you know, these are not professional athletes. I, I get that. Um, there, aren't many, there aren't many in the course of a year, there aren't many basketball games where somebody's down by 12 points in the first half and finds a way to win. I mean, I'm not saying it never happens. Of course it happens. But typically in high school sports, you can, you can, you can get 98% of uh, precincts reporting pretty early on. <laughs> Hey, based on exit polling, yeah, he's you know, getting ready for the, the, yeah, yeah. the election. Huh? Getting ready for election night. You just, you just, uh, yeah, you just, you know, take a general consensus in the hot dog line at halftime, and you pretty much write your story from there. Right, that's how I do it. But that's I, what all good reporters I, did. I think that's the way to do it. Travis Barrett from CentralMaine.com. You can find him on Twitter, T Barrett G W C. As always, thank you very much, and uh, uh, I wish your team good luck, but I'm not wishing them any. So I, um, I understand. I hope yeah. you have an enjoyable World Series experience. All right, I'll try. Okay. I'll try. All right. Thanks, guys. See you later. Take care. Thank you. That is Travis Barrett from CentralMaine.com. He joins us each and every Tuesday here on the B List. We are well overdue for a break. Luckily, I've already done the station ID, so we're not completely out of range. It's the B List Daily from the Spectrum Healthcare Partners Studios across the MBR Radio Network on the new. 105.5 Sports, 105.5 AM 1240 Lewiston, Auburn, AM 70 in Rumford. We will be right back. There's a winning culture when it comes to sports teams in New England. 